Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. If you are not clear and you're unable to motivate, influence yourself, then you can forget about influencing others. We've been misled to believe that dentistry, more specifically the dental business, has to be complicated. Dentistry can be simple and dentistry should be simple. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Dentistry Made Simple podcast. I am your co-host, Meredith, joined by the one and only host, T-Bone. That's that's me. <laughs> Welcome back to the show this week. <laughs> well, I'm wearing the same We're shirt glad- as the previous episode. <laughs> We're glad to have you. <laughs> well, before we get started in today's episode, um, we have an exciting team-driven, since that's what we like to focus on, episode. Um, I have a couple things for you. First of all, I have a, a podcast that might make T-Bone feel too good about himself. So Perfect. thinking about yes. skipping it, but it's five stars. And the caption says, my hero. Ooh, <laughs> my, my, my Ubby wrote this for me? Yeah. My son wrote this for me? I got to meet T-Bone almost eight years ago in Vegas. I knew that I would want to grow up to be just like him. I've been listening to him for a few years now, taking a few of his lectures and plan on taking more. I listen to many podcasts, but this is the only one that does not freak me out and feel like I can do this. Thanks again and hope to see you soon. And that's kind of one of the things I say about you is, you know, anyone can teach, anyone can get up there and talk about how great they are and how they do things, but you really break it down and make things I kind of say stupid, simple. Well, that's because I'm, I'm kind of stupid. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's how my brain works. So when he says, you know, you're the only one that doesn't freak him out and makes him feel like I, I can do this, you know, that's kind of where I see a lot of people, why they kind of gravitate towards what you teach as well. So when you are ready and you're ready to start placing implants, um, our one and only sponsor, 3D Dentist, we have live patient implant uh, placement courses. Everything's digital. And we now have a nonprofit office in Raleigh where you can come and do live patients. So. Where we provide the patients yeah. for you. We would love yeah. to have you whenever you're ready. Well, let's get into today's episode. What are we going to talk about this today week, Today we're going to talk about leadership and culture, and is it killing your practice? Yes. <laughs> and I think a lot of people just ignore this and keep moving because they don't want to deal with, what do I love? Yeah. The drama. drama. That's what I call you, drama. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, I'm the exact opposite. No, I'm just well, you know, I, our- I'm going to jump in because this is an exciting topic for me. Um, uh, and I'm going to start with leadership. Yeah. Okay, because look. That's where it all starts. Leadership is so important and so misunderstood. 
Leadership doesn't mean you have to be a president, doesn't mean you have to be a dictator, doesn't mean you have to be a powerful person that's muscle-bound, it doesn't mean you have to be a religious person that can speak from the pulpit or whatever they call that up there. Um, it, it doesn't mean any of those things, you know, to me. That just made me laugh. Can you imagine you as a preacher? <laughs> I think I would make a good preacher, maybe, you know, um, oh, especially funny. with my shiny head. Yeah. <laughs> um, but really... You don't have to have any of those things to be, uh, you don't have to be any of those to be a good leader. You know, to me, if I were to sum up uh, uh, leadership in a, sing- in a couple of words, uh, one is leadership is your ability to influence people, okay? Uh, because if you can learn how to influence, that doesn't mean manipulate, okay? If you can learn how to influence people, you can help move people towards a common goal. And that's what becomes culture. Okay? I have a great example of yes, this. Yes, ma'am? Remember that time... About six years ago, probably you probably don't. I remember everything. You talked me into working at the front desk. Yes. <laughs> because you needed someone up there. Of course. But you made it sound like it was going to be good for me. But it, has it been good it for was. you? It yeah, was. It was great. Of course it was. But at the time, I, did, I was like, uh-uh. I did not. I remember being like, I did not want to work at a dental office to file papers. Yeah. We're a paperless office. Yeah. But yeah. that was kind of the thing. It's that was your leadership. It's yeah. influence, right? Yeah. And, and so there's some selfishness in that, of course, right? But there's also some reality of that. So, so leadership is influence, okay? And another word I like to use with leadership is, is clarity. It's, it's really about being clear uh, in the moment, at least, or in a short-term moment of who you are, what you're trying to yeah. be, and all of those things. So leadership is really about understanding three things, okay? One You've got to learn how to lead yourself, first and foremost, okay? If you are not clear and you're unable to motivate, influence yourself, then you can forget about influencing others, okay? You've got to be able to influence yourself, okay? And to influence yourself, you've got to be clear. You've got to spend time in thought. You've got to sometimes cry. You have to smile. You have to do all of these things uh, because you've got to lead yourself up and out of difficult situations through crisis. you got to lead yourself through the good times and prepare for the not-so-good times. you got to lead yourself through the drama. you got to lead yourself. you got to learn how to lead yourself, okay? So once you learn how to lead yourself, you can move on to phase two, which is learning how to lead your dental team, okay? Because once you're leading yourself and you're very clear about what you want and what's important to you, what's, in, what's non-negotiable to you, then you can influence your team to buy into that process. Or you can find a way to surround yourself with a team that is ready to be led by you. Okay? Now, once you've learned to lead yourself so that you can lead your team, you learn to lead your team, your team leads your patients. You know? So phase three is learning to lead your patients. And quite frankly, the job as the dentist isn't to lead the patients. Your job as the dentist is to lead the team who then leads the patients. Okay? The trickle-down effect. Absolutely, yeah. right? And then when you get to the patients, now we, what, we should, what we should be leading our patients to is to want to make good choices, to want to do the optimal dentistry that fits in their budget and the time in life, and then to refer other like-minded individuals, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so really, to me, there's three people you lead. Okay, you learn to lead yourself, first and foremost, the most important part. Learn to lead yourself, learn to lead your team, and learn how to lead patients. And that's how you build successful leadership in the dental practice. 
And if you think that uh, leadership is where you lack and you would like to become a better leader and you own your own practice, we do have a 3D mastermind, which helps you gain, gain clarity about what you want, the practice you want to build, and to work less, yeah, make it's, more. You know, it's, it's a, the, ma- the, practice the mastermind's pretty interesting to me, especially this group this year, the tw- 2022 It group gets better every year. Is, it's um, different. It gets better. It is all about leadership. I think Mm -hmm. they're seeing it. They're seeing that when you go back and you're very clear about what you're trying to accomplish, you're very clear about your non-negotiables, you're very clear about what's acceptable and not acceptable, people fall in line, Mm -hmm. you know? And and, and when I say fall in line, again, it's not like an army or general or, you know, that kind of thing. It's just... It's just fits. It's where people, the puzzle pieces are just coming together and everything flows better. I always say people want to be led. Right. Yeah. Nobody wants to figure it out on their own. They want a, yeah. they want a recipe. They want a cookbook. People want to follow a leader, and people are drawn to leaders that appeal to them. Yeah, and and that's the and, and that's part of the culture part of it, right? Yeah, is the culture to me the difference in leadership and culture? Leadership is for me leadership is about the owner. Mm-hmm. Okay, the person that's 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 putting the His money on the line. On the whose name's on the door? Right. <laughs> yeah. I say that all the time. Right now, whose name's on the door? Right. And, and and culture is about surrounding yourself with people who value your same that, and are working towards that same goal. That have the same. But goal, yeah. a lot of times the leader is not making it clear. Yep. And but so, that's not leading. Right. And so they don't know what that goal is. They're all just working towards something. Yeah. Well, but they don't know what. You know, that's like um, they're 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 putting out fires each day. Yeah. Each day is how do we get through today. Yeah. Right. And, it's not and, controlled chaos. It's just pure chaos. And what happens when you get into that mentality of how do I get through today is that every day becomes that because yeah. it's ne- there's never that moment where you're leading towards a future con- concept, yeah. a future outcome. It's everything's about being reactive versus proactive. Yeah. And leadership is about being proactive. Okay. Right. You've got to lead. Lead is being out front, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so when you're when you're leading, you're out in front of the pending recession that we know is coming. Everybody right. knows a recession's coming. Is it six months from now? Is it eighteen months from now? Is it three years from now? But leaders, right. good leaders, are preparing for this already. Okay, yeah. and, and and so and that may not be something that you're prepping your team on, but that's something you're prepping no, you got, for yourself. You can't prep your team till you prep yourself. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, you, you, you shouldn't talk to the team about this until you're clear yourself right. what this means, what you need to have in place, what is what it's going to affect. And, and so to me, you know, and, and people often say to me is, is what is what to you is a sign of a of a, of a, a sustainable, great practice? Mm-hmm. I will say when we see great leadership. Okay? Yeah. And, and again, the leadership isn't always the person that has an outgoing personality. You can be a very quiet leader Leader. Mm -hmm. you know you can be very clear like my friend uday yeah you know he's very quiet leader yeah you know he doesn't talk much you know but he's but what what i would say he's very firm about what works and doesn't work for him Uh he is very clear this is my goal and one thing i've learned and i need to continue to learn from him more is he says he often says to me is i don't worry about what they're getting out of it as much as i worry about what i'm getting out of it and not in a selfish way Right. Like, I'm like, how do you put up with this person's attitude? He goes, listen, he, They're this person is fulfilling me. the role to get me to the next step. Right. Now, if they don't fit when the next step comes because of their attitude, that's a different problem. Yeah. But They're right now, it, it's now. getting me to the next step. Yeah. 
And, and, and you're always looking at people's potential. Right. And, and so, and, and so that, that's part of, of good leadership is, is understanding that. And, then, and, and that's also a good point to culture. Culture changes. Mm-hmm. You know, like my culture of my practice when you started eight, nine years ago was very different than the culture today, correct? Yeah. Okay, uh, because times have changed, people have changed. My my stage in life has changed. However, you're still the same leader. Yes. And I think one time you said to me something that was good that you said to me was, "You take good people and make them great." Yeah. And you have a hard time with people that don't want to be good themselves. That that is my Achilles heel. And I think that um, a a definition of a good leader is somebody who brings up people around them mm-hmm. and builds them to become almost like sub leaders, you know, yeah. like, so this, a good example of that would be having key team leads, mm-hmm. your office manager, like a lead hygienist or a lead assistant. And it's building a good, the best leader would be building those people up to have people look up to them. Even yeah. if they're not, they're almost like a natural leader, mm-hmm. but they've been coached and taught that way to just naturally people kind of follow in line and people want to be like them, even if they're not telling people what to do or checking in on people, or that kind of thing. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants, but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients, right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com Check out our upcoming sessions and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. I just wrote down something. Um, people often ask, are leaders born? Right. Yeah, so that's a good example but of leaders, that. Is, by or, the way, you, you, you have to be born to be a human being. Yeah. <laughs> But people always, one of the things when you, in the boot camp, you know, and you talk about people, your team members doing consults mm-hmm. and that kind of thing, and people, they're, what's their first reaction? Well, I don't have a Megan. Mm-hmm. I don't have a Liz. And you're like, but they didn't come like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I want to do a, I have so many episodes I want to yeah. do, and I don't know <laughs> if Caroline ever writes these things down. Um, <sighs> leaders coach the habits they want. Right. You know, I, you know, I often, I don't know if, you have, if you've noticed I've said these things before, but I, I want to lead and coach a habit of thinking. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want people to 
to, I want people to think their way through. I, want, I call it critical thinking. You yeah. know, what, what is the thought process? Like, what, like, hey, you came late today. Tell me why you came late. You yeah. didn't come late today. But <laughs> yeah. Tell me why you came late today. Right. Well, you know, I just I couldn't go to bed last night. Well, that tells me that tells me one thing. <laughs> Versus, you know, I went to bed on time. I got up early. I left, and I ran into traffic. Yeah. That tells me another thing, right? Yeah. You know, and, and and so you know, number one, lead, all leaders are born. Yeah. Okay. Not all of us. I would argue very few people are natural born leaders. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will argue that leadership is a skill. It's a learned skill. It's a practice skill, uh, and it's a, a skill that that is never completed. Yeah. You know. So I think we're getting in, we're getting into too much about leadership and less about culture. So let's talk about some of the, you know, how leadership turns into good culture and Mm -hmm. the definition of culture, team culture. I looked it up as values, beliefs, attitudes, and behaviors that are shared by a team. Um, Typically this team is all after going towards that common goal, which Mm -hmm. is led by the leaders, of course, which I find that kind of funny because, some of the best teams we've had, some mm-hmm. of the best teams. I see a lot of teams that right. come to CE together, um, and they couldn't be more opposite people. Yeah, opposite you know, politically, religiously, uh, literally gender. values, beliefs, <laughs> attitudes, and behaviors are like all opposite, which I think is good because even in our practice, right, we have some people whose attitudes are better. Mm-hmm. We have some people whose bedside manner behavior is better. But that's not what everyone wants. Some patients want in and out quick and gone. Some patients want to be babied and handheld, and we have someone for everyone. So it's good to have different – we don't want one type of person where everyone's the exact Can you imagine what our practice would be if it was all people like me? No. (laughs) (laughs) Or 10 Megans. First of all, we'd give everything away. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Or, you know, 10 of someone else who doesn't have that caring demeanor that she has. So – it's like all the puzzle pieces kind of come together again to create that culture. And you can just tell when you see people working together and it's like, and I'll comment to doctors. I can tell your team works well together. They're so, but a lot of times I'm like, do they hang out outside of the office? You know, do they go to happy hours together? Do, Do you guys do team bonding things? Do you do beach weekends? Not everyone's close enough to the beach, but you know, do you do things together? And they're like, Oh, we just went on a cruise the other weekend. But the people who enjoy spending time together, you can. It reflects when someone needs something. I, I you're more cor- likely. I want to correct something you said. I, I don't think people have to enjoy spending time together. I think they have to value. Is that like family? <laughs> well, it's it, it is exactly like family yeah. because they're that family members. Family. You don't you don't want to hang out with, right. right? Because they're different from you. Yeah. But you respect the value of that time together. Yeah. That you're willing to give it. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't want people to leave or believe that you have to you have to have people that like each other. Right. They don't have to be best friends. They have to respect each other. Yeah. Okay. And, and so It is like, a lot easier when you're friends. You don't have to be best friends. No, no, but I I'll argue there are times where it's not easy to be friends, you know? Yeah. There, there yeah. has to be some separation. Who gets in more fights actually? The, the ones friends, that are you friends. and Megan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, me and Megan, me and yeah. you, me and Liz, right? The way right. we get in, because we're friends, right? Yeah. And so, so leadership leads to culture and culture is, you know, I, I, what I would say culture is, but also who does more for each other, uh, the friends that that's certainly there, of course. Right. Who Um, always has your back. You know, you're running late with the patient. They would do anything for you. Yeah. No question. Yeah. No question about it. Right. Um, you know, I, I would say culture to me, ultimately, at least the way I define culture. Yes. And, And this may be, 
my upbringing and, and all of that is I would define culture as what would people say about you when you're not listening? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. To me, that, that, that epitomizes culture. Yeah. Okay. That was something I wanted to mention in another way, but yeah. yes. You know, like, like my kids, like Yash, I'll use Yash as yeah. an example. The guy's, he's a 16 year old, he's yeah. a typical teenager. He's, you know, he's, he's odd, right. right? You know, he's a teenager, right? Complete opposite of your other children. Yeah. And they're all opposite of each other. Yeah. Right. And I always worry because he talks back to me. He gives me a hard time. He's kind of a little bit lazy sometimes, yeah. but he's energetic about certain things, you know, very focused on himself a little bit, not in a, you know, in a mean way. Yeah. But every, it's one thing that's been consistent is every time I meet somebody, they always say how he says hello to them. Thank you. He offers to help clean up. He doesn't clean up crap around the house. Yeah, right, right. But, but I've never not gotten that about him from anybody I've met. And to me, that's that's great culture, yeah. right? And, and I would like to think that's a culture that we bring in our home uh, as a family unit uh, for everybody. Yeah, and I think what I was actually thinking about the culture is not just the people working in your office, but their friends, what they think. I mean, my friends are like, oh, my gosh, she has the best job in the world. She works with the best people because they all came on my bachelorette mm-hmm. party. They all met them. They, I do things with them all the time. And then people, I go to the gym with a ton of dental girls. They yeah. all work in other offices. They would, they would sign up on a list to work in our office. Really? Because they think, <laughs> you know, because they hear all the great things. They see the things that we do. They see the places we go and all of this stuff. And so I think a healthy culture is not just um, the people working in your office and how they feel, but like how other people, their perspective yeah. of your office. And that goes for the patients too. Mm-hmm. I know I've, I had a couple of patients mentioned to me when I was working in the office. I love coming here because every, I can tell you all genuinely love your job. You all genuinely, you guys look like you have fun. Sometimes I want to just come here and hang out, you know? They're welcome to. <laughs> Do you need a job? $1,000 an hour. Yeah. Uh, you, actually, you can come hang out. You have to pay us exactly. <laughs> instead of us paying you. So I think that is another step is the people from the outside. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's know. probably why people do things like open houses and that kind of thing. It's There's so many more layers to it than just gaining new patients. Yeah. And, and you know, the other thing that was just coming to my head was um, culture, as a leader, mm-hmm. you have to create an environment that invites good culture. Mm-hmm. That's our annual barbecue. That's mm-hmm. our quarterly outings. That yeah. used our potlucks. Yeah. You know that. You know that's uh, beach trips. Yeah. You know, and, and 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 that's only because we have a beach house. If we didn't have a beach house, I promise you, we wouldn't be doing. We'd do some other yeah. type of trip. Right. right. You know. Uh, um, you know, you don't have to spend money on these things, and, and that's oftentimes what we often have them. Everyone, at, we've come to your house. Yeah, for absolutely. dinner. Yeah, or go to Liz's we'll backyard. You know. Yeah, you know, we've we had, done that. We've before. done happy hour at girls' houses. We've done yeah. it at the rooftop. Yeah. So all kinds you know, of things. To me, what I what I hope is that I haven't created a culture that money dictates things right. like how much we spend or how fancy the place we yeah. go to. We played kickball one time and that was maybe one was of the most of fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, it was right. And, and that was at a free public park. Yeah, of course it was free <laughs> yeah. public park with me. So last thing I want to lead everybody with, and then I'm going to ask Meredith to do one thing for me mm. is um, I want to lead you with a statement. Okay. <clears throat> that kind of combines leadership and culture together. What becomes important to you becomes important to others. So when you lead yourself, that's what's important to you. And when you create a culture, 
that same thing as a good leader in an environment that promotes a good culture becomes important to others. You know, so to me, being fair to patients, uh, being, being idealistic in our treatment planning, not compromising our clinical standards, those are important to me and they have become important to those around me because we don't want to compromise. You know, so what becomes important to you becomes important to others. As the leader, when you learn to lead yourself, what people, what you do, others do. If you show up late, they show up late. If you say, I don't care, they don't care. What becomes important to you becomes important to others. Last thing I'd like to lead you with is uh, something that we generally <laughs> talked about, but it's a good, I don't know how to do this as a podcast topic, but uh, the environment of toxic workplaces. Yeah, and, uh, the drama that nobody wants to talk about. Yeah, so I had, me and Meredith, what is it, about two years ago? Yeah. Uh, two years ago, I had this, uh, two and a half years ago, so I had this conversation with Meredith. I, it was the beginning of COVID. We were on a walk, yeah, so it was yeah, during so, COVID. During, so two yeah. and a half years ago, yeah. I, you know, I talked to Meredith. I said, Meredith, you know, I love you. You're a phenomenal team member. You have great attitude. You have all these things, but you just want to insert yourself into the drama a lot. Okay. Well, I felt the need to stick up for myself. <laughs> sure. I don't disagree or stick up yes. for me and all yes. those things. And what did I lead you with that day? Um, you said anytime somebody says something to you, any response you have to them, the only response, you told me the only response I can have is thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yes. So now anytime anyone says anything to us, including when you say t- to me things I don't like, I say Thank you. <laughs> yes. And what does it do? It diffuses the situation, allows you to move on, and it, it avoids it. avoids unnecessary conflict. There's times that we need to have conflict, right? Mm-hmm. But thank you. Stop being this person that needs to win the last battle. Yeah. Just say thank you and move on. Be, yeah. be Have an attitude of, of, of gratitude. Yeah. Uh, I, I need this, this more was in my a, life. This was <laughs> at a time where I was still working in the office and doing 3D, and it was it was hard going back and forth, and I was getting pulled in all different directions. But if you want to grow, you have to learn how to deal with right. it. Right. And so um, there was a lot of, you know, this and that, and I felt the need to say, but this and that, and, you know, you said, just say thank you. And it didn't make sense at all in context when, you know, the girls are saying something, and I'm looking at them, and I'm like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and And you know what? It's... It's a way to diffuse yeah. the situation, avoid the drama, and move on. Yeah. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Dentistry Made Simple with T-Bone and Meredith. Thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Have a great day. Hey, podcast family. T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com 
and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode. <laughs> 